Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. Provide that thing. 
I don't hear you. Okay, now, let's get that together. Let's get that together. So, you know, uh, Pastor Jeff did a fantastic job, I must tell you. Fantastic job. He spoke from a Christian perspective, and it was a refreshing presentation. Refreshing. Okay. Well, woo, we got our switch tip for the week. We got our switch tip. What was the switch tip? Don't inch reintroduce yourself to it. Oh, and Shanti's gave the perfect biblical analogy. It's like a dog going back to his own vomit. Listen, when God has rescued you, when God has delivered you, when God has taken you out of that thing, don't, 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 don't go back for any reason. You know, Pastor Kale always likes to quote the verse, you know, uh, leaving, looking back for those, you know, that verse, you know, uh, going back to uh, what's behind you, something like that. Yeah. Keep going forward. Keep going forward. You know, it's one thing when, when you're stuck in sin and you don't see a way out. But when God has definitely taken the time to just rescue you and get you out of that thing, you don't want to slap God back in the face and go back to it again. Well, come on. Come on, come on. So it's a fine tip this week. Okay? Well, let's talk about a Tuesday church folk they rolled around, and we talked about that NYPD promotion of that sergeant, yes, the female sergeant, who got a promotion and then had it rescinded, yes, uh, according to the NYPD. That ain't a thing that uh, doesn't go on very often. Well, it happened for her because she uh, <laughs> she got the promotion and then they raised the flag that she is in a current battle from a an accusation that happened back in 2018. She's being sued by a co-worker. Yes, a detective said that uh, back then, you know, he used to complain about her leaving her undies all over the place in a co-ed, you know, locker room. And she got so tired, she then attacked him wiped his face with her underwear and put it in his mouth. Now, is that becoming of a, you know, sergeant? But not just a sergeant, but a sergeant supervisor. Well, they said, uh, I think not. So they kind of pulled it back. We don't know what they're going to do about uh, reintroducing themselves to that thing. But uh, it's very possible that she will not be looking at that job again. Mm. We also talked about that judge who uh, won't be looking at that job again. Oh, no. <laughs> not when you were a judge during the day and you were a porn star at night. Yes, he was charging nine ninety nine to be able to. For, you know, to look at his little nude pics and videos. Yeah. Yeah, well, I hope that 999 was pouring in because he sure don't have a job 
no more in the judge world. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, Wednesday, there was no wild Wednesday for us this week, but there definitely was a therapeutic Thursday, and we had Tress talk with Gertie, and ooh, she rocked it out. Yes, she did. She talked about the re- different reasons for hair loss, and she talked about genetics. We talked about stress. We talked about those autoimmune diseases that can pull your hair out. And, I mean, she really went in, as they say, on the alopecia thing. Woo-hoo-wee. Oh, my goodness. And we then had uh, questions about your edges. Oh, Boy, was that a hot one yesterday. Yes, and alopecia can play a role in your edge control. Did I just say that? Oh, <laughs> I'm spinning. I'm, I'm spitting bars, y'all. <laughs> that was unintentional. That was unintentional. But for real, you know, our sister Gertie, let me tell you something. She knows her thing when it comes to that head. Yes. So next time, we're going to kind of come back to one of the things that the men experience when we talk about the hair loss. Yeah, you know how they do that rap? (laughs) Not many of us do that rap, but uh, we do get, on occasion, you know, those men who, you know, they lost their little hairy poop. And uh, there are certain conditions, ladies, that if you lose your edges, you might as well say bye-bye like the judge did to his job. Because unfortunately, not coming back. But our sister Gertie does have a word to say about your edges and how you take care of them and how you need to sleep and what you need to put on your head and what not to wear. So, oh, you need to go back and listen. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Yes, the whole week was smoking over here on this due time with Pastor Steph. So, go back and listen. We had a fantastic week, a short week, but a fantastic one. Fantastic one. All right? All right. Well, today, is Freestyle Friday, and we get to do whatever it is we want to do. Yes, it's Friday, and I have to tell you, I was up late, y'all. I was up late trying to get a job out the way, okay? And I am so tired. My body is aching, but it's Freestyle Friday, and it's the end of the week, and oh, I am so happy. (sighs) It's almost over. It's almost over, y'all. It's almost over. Oh, come on, come on. Let's get this party started. I got some stuff to talk about. I do have some stuff to talk about. And uh, go ahead and get that healthy breakfast out the way. 
go tell somebody that it's due time with Pastor Steph is on. And whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever you do, uh, don't go anywhere because we'll be right back. Today, approximately one million people in the United States are living with Parkinson's disease. My dad was one of those people. My mom was his primary caregiver. Early signs can be subtle, a tremor in your hand, stiffness in your body, short shuffling steps when you walk. Know the signs and how to spot them in yourself or someone you love. And know the steps to take. Early diagnosis and expert care can improve the quality of life for a Parkinson's patient. And in some cases, it can even mean saving a life. The National Parkinson Foundation is here to help. Learn more about the early signs and discover the free resources available for patients and caregivers at Parkinson.org. Let's do whatever it takes to beat Parkinson's. I always like to have our little 
mishmash stuff and I need to keep this party going so we can slide on through and uh, we don't have to worry about, you know, just chugging away. You know, it's the end of the week and a lot of people, it's a tough one. But listen, listen, listen. We got a bunch of mishmash stuff to talk about. So listen to this one. Well, you know, I try to do something fun on Fridays. And I came across this article last night. And it's <laughs> 10 slang words that parents on our side of the fence should know. All right. All right. Now, I looked at the first one and I was like all right already I'm out of the pocket now I have a I have a, a daughter and she doesn't do it anymore I guess because she's getting older but Tamasia would always know every single when I tell you every single slang oh my goodness and she'd be in here and she she'd be talking to us and now even her sisters, who are quite a bit older than she is, because she's 13 years younger than the oldest and 8 years younger than the middle girl. But even they would be looking at her like, who are you? <laughs> and I would feel so good because I'm like, okay, good. I'm not the only one who does not know what she's talking about. But the way they would be looking at her, that, it was hilarious. And it's like you would have to try to, how do they say context clues? Like you'd have to figure out, like, what she's talking about by listening to the entire thing she's saying. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm really out of it. And when I looked at these, this first one, I was like, ooh, I need to call her to get some, you know, Put me on these things. The first slang, glizzy. What is that? Who says that? That sounds like something that comes out of L.A. Out of the out of uh, that, it sounds so corny. Oh my goodness. Well, they're saying that glizzy has two meanings. So they say some people use it when referencing a gun, specifically a Glock. So, that sounds like, that sounds dumb. It does. It sounds so dumb. A Glock is something that's supposed to be threatening. You know, when you see a Glock 10, is that what they call Listen, I don't, I wouldn't get scared of a glizzy. I'm not, and if you tell me, Stephanie, he had a Glock 9, I'm, I'm ducking. Tell me as a glizzy, I'm like, okay, should I be afraid of that? No, uh, okay, so that didn't win. That, that that didn't work on me. But they say over the last year, young adults on social media, social media, have been using the word when referencing hot dogs. Okay, say hot dog. I'm gonna look at a hot dog and say, oh man, I had this smashing or slamming glizzy. With onions and pe- no, 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 no. Okay, so eh, thumbs down on that one. Thick. 
T-H-I-C-C. So they're saying that this is used to describe someone who has an attractive or curvy physique. So if you see your child using the term online, it may be time to take that phone away. <laughs> oh, he's he's thick. Now, I've heard that. I have heard that. I, I have heard that. Okay. I can get with that one. I can get with Ah. Okay, now this one is one that Tamasia uses. She was like, oh, like if somebody says something and, like, you're, they call you a snitch or you're saying something and you are like, um, how do you say it? Um. Oh, my God, I want to say it, I want to say it, I want to say it, and then I'm going to go back to what they said because I haven't looked yet. But she would say, like, oh, you're an op, meaning you told something. You told something, that means you've been watching, and you shouldn't have been watching, and you told, or somebody allowed you to watch, and you are now saying something you shouldn't be saying. Yeah, I've heard that one. They said, oh, you're an op. So let's see if I got that right. It says, right, the popular word can also be used when talking about police. Okay, and they're saying anyone in comp- comp- competition or against you could be an op. Well, I've never heard it used that way. I've definitely heard it used when, you know, when you're like a snitch, when you're talking too much. It's like, yo, you're an op, you're telling too much, you're talking too much. And as the major would say, you're dragging it. <laughs> All right, let's see what other slang words we come up with. Okay, T. All right, so this one I've heard before, and that's almost like you're dishing the dirt or what's the gossip, what's the latest news. So let's see if Steph's got that right. All right, so if you hear your child mentioning the word tea, they may be trying to get the scoop on some juicy drama or gossip, even adults use it. Yes, 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 yes. Dishing the tea, yeah, getting the tea, yeah. I've heard that before. All right. The acronym A-C-A-B, okay? Now, I haven't heard this. Again, this sounds like some L.A. garbage. And they're saying this acronym stands for all cops are, not itches, no. They're not saying that one, but asterisks. Yeah, go ahead and fill in the B. Okay. So they're saying, according to GQ, the term became popular in England among workers on strike in the 1940s. So they're saying following George Floyd's incident in 2020, the term went viral and it shows opposition toward the police. A cab. Nah, that's not a New York thing. <laughs> nope, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it. Okay. Ick or ick factor. Nah, never heard that one. They're saying the feeling you get when your attention to someone is suddenly flipped to a feeling of disgust. Ick. I can see it, but no. No, 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 no. Okay. We have one explicit we can't use here. Uh, let's see if we can use this one. Mm, now nah, I'll pass on that one. That's another sexual thing. Uh, Hulk. Now, I would, if you, I'm thinking, Hulk would mean, let's see, Hulk would mean you would be, like, 
a big, like, a takeover, like you're bullying somebody or, you know, something like that. Let's see if I got that right. Hulk is becoming a term used among young adults. The rising word is used when referring to a two-megagram generic benzodiazepine bar, which is green, Xanax. Okay. Just say that then. I had to go through all of that. Took me 15 minutes to read that. <laughs> so Hulk, Hulk is Xanax. I guess, you know, based on, you know, the potency of it. Okay. Because it doesn't say anything about it being green. So, okay. All right. So the other slang word. Now, listen, we got like a couple more minutes. If you have a slang that is used and it's not on this list because I'm only I'm down to the last one, then send it to me. Send it to me. You know how to send it to me. Oh, I can't. I don't know if this word, this number is used, um, is usable today, but you know how to get in touch with me if you want to send it to me. Let me know. Let me know. Or you can call 516-387-1358. 516-387-1358. All righty. So let's see what we got here as the last word. Netflix or chill. Now, chill I've heard. I've heard Netflix other than the app, Netflix movie app. So it says when two people get together to watch movies and hook up. Yeah, let's get together and chill. Okay, yeah, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. But the Netflix, not when it took So we Netflixed. Am I using it right? That's whack. <laughs> That's whack. Now think about, let's go back into some old. we got a couple minutes, y'all. Come on. Let's think about whack. That is straight whack. Let's go back into some old slang that we've used, and whack is still on the top of the list. People are still saying that. Now, I remember when I first started hearing cat again. The guy started using cat. And I'm like, yo, that was back in the 70s. Y'all just recycled that word. So cat, they used to use back in the day. Uh, my mother used to say, that thing is the joint. Now, she was still saying it right before she passed away, but we stopped using the joint back in the 70s. Yes, yes, yes. So if you know a a, a, um, a slang, come on, you older people, throw me some of your slangs that you used to use, you know, groovy. <laughs> But that wasn't on our side of the fence. That was just, like, on the other side of the fence. But some of us used it. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, you know, I can think of quite a few, you know, slangs that we used. I made a 90s shirt. I love the 90s. We went to a 90s party, and I made a shirt, and it's, I love the 90s. And on the front of the shirt, I had all of the 90s terms. I'm trying to think. Drop it like it's hot. That was a slang. What was another slang? Fat. Remember fat, P-H-A-T? Fat. 
Where are all my older people? I want to go back to some of the older things because I think if some of the younger people sent me something, I would, you would have to send a definition. I probably wouldn't know what in the world you're talking about. What else did we what else did we say? Mm. Oh, what about um, Beast? Yeah, you know the one that they use now, Beast. She's a beast. I say she's a monster. I like that better. I feel like that's more befitting of a 56-year-old. I would say that's a monster. But I tell you, you want to see something funny? Let me say a slang and Shantice is around. I have to laugh just at her face. (laughs) I know I can never use that word again and I know I can't say it, so I generally stay away from those words. I don't, you know, try to, you know, I don't try to use slangs and things like that because when she, if I was in her view, I just don't look at her (laughs) because she always makes me feel bad. She always makes me feel bad for the things that I say. I'm like, yo, you whack. You whack, Shanties. Leave me alone. But um, that was a nice going down memory lane. You know, Pastor Steph always likes to do something crazy on a Friday. Listen, they told me that Freestyle Friday, I get to do whatever I want to do. And trust me when I tell you, I do. I don't get a lot of opportunities to do what I want to do. No. No, when you get grown kids, they start bossing you around, and, you know, at least they think they do. And, you you know, you spend a lot of time setting people straight. You know, I have to remind people all the time, excuse me, excuse me, you are not my mother. I'm your mother. So I don't have a lot of time to laugh around here. Yeah, it's always so serious. You know, you're always counseling somebody or, you know, somebody's always complaining or what else. Everyone's beating you up for one thing or another. So thank you so much for indulging me this morning. Remember, I'm down for the slang all morning long. Yeah, I'll throw them out. I'll throw them out. So if you think of one, two, five, ten, just just send them on over. Okay? All right. What are we talking about this morning for news? Well, well, remember last year, I believe. Was it last year? I think it's been a year. It may be even more than a year. Yeah, because time flies by so fast. Well, remember we did the story on Michael K. Williams. Remember Omar from The Wire, and he played on, let's say, he played Omar. He played on um, the Boardwalk Empire Everybody knows Michael K. Williams if you look at Hood stories. Yeah, you you know him. Hood movies, Hood shows, you know him. He's, you know, he's an excellent actor. Well, he had a real hard battle with drugs, and they say that he was really open about that thing. And he even broke down crying on, um, on, on, like, on the set. They were having some conversation, and, you know, they really knew of his weakness. 
but they say he was one of the best people to ever act with. And you could tell. He 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 did his thing. He definitely did his thing. Well, unfortunately, oh, it has been some time. Back in September, I'm sorry, back in 21, remember they found him dead in his New York apartment from uh, fentanyl, over, you know, fentanyl overdose. And they said, like, maybe about six or seven months later, they caught the guy, or they caught someone, let's put it that way. Well, they found the the head honcho of this drug organization who um, sold him the drugs. So they had had a couple of people in in custody, but they did find this main one here, and they call him Green Eyes. So Irvin Green Eyes Cartagena, maybe? Well, that's what we're going to call him, Cartagena. He pled guilty to to conspiracy to distribute heroin, fentanyl, and fentanyl analog. And here's why they're uh, snagging him, because they say despite knowing that Williams was found dead by the drugs they sold him, and they knew very well that he had purchased from them that they continued to sell. They continued to sell their fentanyl-laced heroin, they say in broad daylight, amidst residential apartment buildings in Brooklyn and Manhattan. Now, he would have gotten one sentence had he been, you know, distributing, selling, whatever, and they didn't know. But when you knew, you know, they were like, okay, no, we're snagging you for this one. So it was not just him going down and some other people, but this particular article is about him because, again, he is the, you know, the lead, the one who's running this organization pretty much. And we did another story about another young man who did the same thing. And remember, he, his father was the one talking about he was a nice kid, whatever. You are here selling drugs. You are nobody's nice. Cut it out. How are you nice and you killing people? You know, again, how people look at their kids. Um, and they're saying that he is facing five to 40 years. So we're definitely following this story. We did talk about when they found, you know, some of the players who was, now listen, this is how stupid they were. They were selling right outside. Remember when we did that story? They were selling right outside the man's building still. Now, how dumb are you? How dumb are you? When you got some high-profile person who you've just killed pretty much, and he didn't help kill himself, you know, by using the drug, what are you doing? Don't you move? But, again, that's that money, money, money. That's that arrogance. That's because all these people are getting away with this stuff. So you figure 
you're going to get away with it as well. Well, no, they're coming after y'all butts. And now this is what's going to potentially happen. So I'm really interested in whether they're going to find, you know, uh, sentence him rather because he pled guilty already. So now he goes back for sentencing. So I'm really interested in seeing what they're planning on doing with um, with him. So, you know what, I didn't even realize, now that I'm looking down, we got, you know, uh, uh, entertaining, entertainment news. So we're TMZ this morning. So, Jonathan Majors, you know, I got a couple of text messages about this whole mess he found himself in. Well, they have, you know, they said they have now have video evidence of the woman who accused him of assault, which it's like off and on whether this is his girlfriend or not. Because they're saying, yes, this is the girlfriend. No, it's not the girlfriend. It was one person mentioned it was the girlfriend. The other person never said it was the girlfriend, so we don't know whether it was the girlfriend or not. But let's talk. Let's say it's his girlfriend, okay? So they're saying that they have not only... A video of her recanting her statement They claim they also have some witnesses That are going against what she said Now, initially The story was that he put After an argument He put his hands around her neck During this argument And she ended up with like marks and a scratch or two and things like that, and that he slapped her. So he grabbed her, slapped her, put his hands around her neck, that kind of assault. And, you know, let me tell you something. When you play in roles that, like a boxer, when you are a boxer, when you do, like, uh, karate and things like that, even though he was not a real boxer, because he played a boxer, I've seen other articles like this before um, and other stories like this before, even if you play that role because you've had to train like that, they consider your hands like a deadly weapon. So he could have gotten a lot more time than another person would have gotten for the same thing. So he has always said he's he was innocent. He's always said, I didn't do what she said. Um, she's making this up. So now they're saying that she, this 30-year-old woman, said that, you know, after he did all of this, the strangulation, well, you know, strangled her, not killed her, but strangled her, assaulted, harassed her, he was ended up he ended up being booked on two misdemeanor counts of third degree assault, second degree aggravated harassment, second degree harassment and third degree attempted assault. It, it just it just went on. Well now she claims that she did not experience that from him. And they have some other people who claim to be on the scene and have given written statements that 
that's not what happened. So hopefully they're looking for him to be exonerated, like immediately take this off the board immediately, don't go through no process of anything. Now that you have this written proof, now that you have this video proof, get this out. Get this out of the way. So, you know, at one point they claimed, you know, she went to the hospital with some minor injuries and things like that. But it wasn't from him. It wasn't from him. So, you know, he's he's looking to get cleared immediately. And I don't blame you. If you're... If you're if you are innocent, I'd be expected to be exonerated too. You know, as soon as he gets down, let me tell you something. If these men don't learn, stop messing with these wicked girls. Stop. Stop. You know, it's, and I guess it's hard to kind of filter, you know, who's who, who's on your side. You know, because you want to date. You want to date. And... You know, you don't know if they're money-hungry. You know, you don't know what their real intention or motive is. You know, we talked about this before where there have been some women who, you know, the, they've had sex with men. They've used condoms. They're going to go back in the garbage. They're going to take the, the, the condom out the garbage, go get pregnant, all kinds of twisted stuff. And if he's innocent, you know, here you are. You just got your little main break. You did your thing in the Creed movie. I happen to actually like the Creed movie. I think it was a really good follow-up story. It wasn't something unbelievable or, you know, it's like, okay, where did they get this plot from? It was. I liked it. I, I happen to like it a lot. And, you know, I feel sorry for him if he's innocent, you know. So hopefully, you know, they really, you know, take the time to... Uh, do what they need to do and free him because let me tell you something you know how you know how fickle the, the the entertainment industry is how many potential acting jobs he had on the line and you know how they do you you start losing all your little jobs for these wenches yes they don't care nothing about you so i'm really hoping he's not guilty you know, because now he's only like, I think, like 33. Let me see how old he is. Is he even that old? Yeah, he's 33. You know, so he's young. He's young. He's, you know, trying to get his, you know, acting on. And come on, let's, let's, let's do our brothers some good. Let's stop trying to tear them down, ladies. You're not no ladies. Let me rephrase that. Chicks. <laughs> She was a little older. She was a little older than me. And I guess, you know, it was an insult back when they were calling people broads to be called a broad. And, oh, goodness gracious, there was a hippie-looking guy. Um, and he said that to her one day. And, oh, the whole place went up. Oh, my goodness gracious. And we had to hear about that for, like, nine years. So, yeah, broad is on that slang that uh, 
That slang list. All right. So what else are we talking about really quickly? We've got some entertainment news. We're finishing up. Okay, so those of you who know Lance Riddick. Now, yo, this is my man from The Wire, another Wire alumni. He played the supervisor, the commander. I can't think of who, but he played the boss. And you've seen him before. He's, you've seen him before. Very good actor. If you used to watch Oz, he played the undercover cop on Oz and, then, and later ended up killing him. And now there's this big uproar in his family because they say that according to the death certificate, he died of heart disease. So that's what they put out there, that Lance Reddick died of heart disease. But the wife, Stephanie, is really upset because she's saying that there was no autopsy. So how in the world did they even come up with that? And then they put it out there. So not only did you, you know, say that this was the death, and she doesn't believe that this is what what he died from, that he he died from something else. Now, here's my thing. Did he say he died from drugs? <laughs> Maybe it's me. Maybe you ain't talking about my husband, so I don't have the same, you know, feeling. But why are you so upset? They need to die from heart disease. So here's what she's saying. She's saying, in other words, this is the most healthy man she knows. He really took care of himself. She said that he was a type that if he put, if whatever role he took, wherever the set was, he had to have, like, a, in his contract, he was so big on health and exercising and stuff like that, that he had to have the, um, the what do you call that thing, like a gym there. The, the way he ate, you would have thought that he had a dietitian that was following him around, and he made sure he exercised all the time in his home gym. He made sure he was, you know, um, he always did extensive cardio work. And I'm like, okay, great. But if he didn't die from heart disease, then go ahead and let the people think they died from heart disease. What's the big deal? Who cares? You loved him. He loved you. You know, y'all had your kids. And like I said, it was nothing negative. Like I said, this sounds like somebody said the man died of, you know, of alcoholism or, you know, or something like that. Or he died, you know, with another man or something like that. It's like pick your battles already. And again, you know, maybe because I didn't have a husband pass away, I don't understand, you know, what she's feeling. But as far as my brain goes, as long as it wasn't anything negative, and I guess, like I said, because he was such a health buff, to her this is negative. So she wants everybody to know that her husband did not die from heart disease, that that particular cause technically was not founded they did no autopsy so they have no proof that he died from any heart disease disease and she wants it fixed all right all right 
So, y'all have heard Stephanie's voice enough. Let's talk to our gentleman and just have some chat. So let's chat today. You know, nothing big right now. Maybe, you know, in a few minutes it'll be something big. Let's see how Brother Al is doing over there. Hey, Brother Al. I chop, chop of the morning, chop, chop of the morning. I'm on spring break, so I'm on here nice and early. That's how we do Williams 
They found, you know, we've spoken about this before. They found the the drug lord, if you will, and he's, you know, he's confessed or he's, you know, uh, pled guilty, and now they're looking to do four to how many years? Hold on, hold on, hold on. He, he he's facing five to forty years. Or we've got the Jonathan Major story, where the girlfriend said that he assaulted her. And now she's done some video where she's recanting her statement. And two written witness accounts that that was not true. And then we have the Lance Riddick um, cause of death that's out there. He He died from heart disease, but the wife is upset because she said he was a health buff. Don't be Put her husband down, you know, find out what he really died from, then put it out there. Which one you want to talk about today, Brother Al? Wow. Uh, the second one, about about, about the, the girl lying on him. Okay, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what are um, we talking about? Man, you know, it's so crazy because, you know, um, I've seen, you know, I, I like him as an actor. Um I've seen quite a few things that he was in, you know, and he's, you know, seemed to be a, a decent guy. And, you know, what these guys don't understand is that you have to be careful when you are at a certain status because these girls are on the hunt. You know, they, they, they are on the hunt. You know, they need to be, they, they need to get a paper and make them sign that you, you, you agree to date me in some, some type of contract. Before we go out, I need you to read and sign this paper. <laughs> Wow, brother Al. Because, you you know, it's like, that's why, you know, I was looking at so much stuff that's going on, and I was saying that, you know, when these guys get famous, this is why you need to settle down with one person. You know, get you one person to just chill with that person. Because, like I said, these other people, these these females, they see money, and they coming. You know, they coming, and they looking, like you said, to get pregnant. And, and, and one of the funny things, that's not the, you know, the first time when you had mentioned, you said that, you know, women have went in the garbage can and, and got the condom to try to get the sperm to get pregnant and stuff. For, it's two things with that. Number one, the guy you dumb. Put it in the toilet and flush it. You ain't got to worry about that. Number two, the woman is not smart because as soon as sperm hit in, it dies. So you're not going to get pregnant from it. So, so yeah, people, people, a lot of people don't know that. When when sperm hits the air, it starts to dry out and die. So All that right. ain't happening. So, yeah, so, right. so you know, they, they always said that, like, you know, they need to just get somebody and settle down, and you ain't got to worry about this craziness. Because they, they come in, them women see nothing but money and, and, you know, and like I told you, I didn't get real popular in school top playing basketball. They was coming. They they are coming because they go. He might make the NBA. I, now I knew I wasn't going to the NBA. I was good, but I ain't, I ain't thinking about no NBA. But they see, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even thinking about the NBA because the NBA. Look, let me tell you, the NBA is hard. I don't care how good a player you got. Some players out here that are that 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 are something else playing ball and didn't make the NBA. So I didn't think about. It. I just wanted to get a name in college as a good ball player and leave a legacy. But they coming. So that's why you guys need to get somebody. You famous, get somebody and tell out. You ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> All right. Listen to uh, 
brother Al who says, listen, that sperm has a shelf life. Once it hits the air, it's dead. Yeah. Alrighty. All you got to do is look it up. They tell you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for that piece of information, brother Al. Well, thank you for joining oh, us yeah. this morning. And uh, we're coming back so we can continue our conversation. Let's talk to our Pastor Vinny. Good morning, Pastor Vinny. Good morning, Pastor Steph. How are you? It's Friday morning. And, and it's, you know, I got an eternal God. weekend because, you know, I'm retired, you know, all that stuff. Yes. Wow, yes. Well, we said happy birthday to Pastor KL yesterday. So we have a belated happy birthday to Pastor Vinny. Happy birthday, Pastor Vinny! Happy birthday! Yes. <laughs> Thanks so much. You're Thank welcome, you. Pastor Vinny. Celebrated his birthday the other day and giving God thanks that he has Amen. Him another year. All right, Pastor Good to Vinny. be alive. Good to be alive. Amen. Amen. On this side of the grave. Amen. Oh, yes. So, Pastor Vinny, we're talking about <laughs> slang words that they say we as parents should know. Now, we're going to go back in the time. We're going to go back in the time capsule. Is there a slang <laughs> that you think your parents should have known that we used to use back in the day? Now let's see what did this what did this Christian boy uh, do uh, back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I tell you, you know, it, it's not until I I started speaking with you guys that I realized, man, we were like straight. <laughs> My mother kept us straight. <laughs> All right hey, now, we 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 didn't do a lot of hanging out. With <laughs> okay, uh, okay, I, that's a good thing. That's I, a good I, thing. I, yeah, yeah. It wasn't really until I started, you know, working. You know, back then, was those days, you got your working papers, and you got a job at a supermarket, or you got a job delivering papers, or, you know, something like that. But it was at work that that gave me a different look at, at things, you know. And uh, But even, even then, I, I worked with the older guys, you know, but I had to hang out with them, you know. Words like, well, that's the joint. You know, that's the okay. That's, that's the joint. joint. Yep, yep. That's the joint. Serious when it was really like you know popping. You know, and I didn't get popping until I moved to Florida. <laughs> 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 I mean, with, with my now my sons. And, okay, so and, what uh, have you learned? What have you learned from them? What's the slang you've learned? What's the slang word you've learned from one of your boys? I learned that every week it changes. <laughs> ah. I told you I got the same lesson. We used to walk Every around looking at like he was crazy. Yeah, they, they, Dad, I'm like, what? What did I say? So yeah. I, what I learned, Pastor Steph, I learned not to repeat <laughs> their words. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Repe- okay. Repeating their words will get me in trouble. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, you know, so you like, had a house like I did. Okay. Yes, yes. It's like trying to... It's try, like trying to copy somebody's Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> you want to you say good morning, and you, you cut to somebody out or, or something derogatory. So I, I just stick to me. 
Okay, okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. I told you Shantice would look at me like I was crazy. She's like, uh, oh, no, yes. Ma, oh, yes. you don't, you, you don't say that. <laughs> so I get it, I definitely get it. Okay, Pastor Vinny, we've got three stories about three different actors, and mm-hmm. you have voice. Pick your three. Which one? Is, I mean, pick one out of the three. It's, it's that middle story, I, I think that um, that that you're hearing so much about in the news today. You know, where where you have a conflict between a girlfriend and a boyfriend, or or husband or wife. You know, you know we. Um, we we got we got we got to pull ourselves up. Um, okay. And then and, and then and then with the, with the, the, the uh, female recanting, you 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 might recant it, you know, in the tabloids or whatever, but but in in, in the eyes of public opinion, right, 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 right. You don't get right. a do over. Right. No, no right. matter what the court said, look at the the situation with uh. Well, it was that was mess, mess, Johnny Depp and his. Okay, okay, what, what yes, that was a big mess. Big mess. That was a, a, a complete mess. Her, yes. She she can't she can't spell with Aquaman no more. She, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it it changes it changes your whole life. You know, and 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 again, I hey. I, I think like Al was saying, Pastor. Uh, it, it's um, you got to really look at people and and, and you know you got to go past it. You know we want to be able to be free and trust everybody, but you right. can't. Right, you can't. right. You can't. You look at through both. Of you look at through different lenses. You know Absolutely. what they want out of a relationship and what they want out of a relationship is a totally different thing. Okay. You know, you're right. Right? You're right, Pastor Vinny. You know, like I said earlier, it's hard to vet these people, you know, people. Yeah. You know, as they always say here on It's Due Time, you know, you meet the imposter. Is that the word they use? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they can let me know if they again, I guess that's a slang. Um, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um you know, you you meet the person that they want you to see. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, that's right. the representative. The representative. Thank you, thank you, thank you, ah, thank you. You meet the representative, and you know, then they bust out with who they really are. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you're really gonna get snagged if you're really dating the wrong person because, you know, you see, look at she saying she's saying no. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, I told you. I told you, um, um, uh, Pastor Vinny, she snags me mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> I got it in the background. Oh, my goodness gracious. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, if you don't choose wisely, you're really, really, really going to suffer, possibly. So, Come on, man! You you gotta get you you gotta get your thinking caps on. Open up them eyes, open up them ears. Pay attention so that you yeah. you know you don't mess up your your career or your life for these wicked girls because they're out here. They're out yeah. here. So yeah. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. We're coming back, Pastor Vinny, to to converse right. with you.
again. But uh, we're going to see what Pastor KL says this morning. Good morning, Pastor KL. Good morning, Pastor Steph. How are you? I am well, thank you. It is Friday. I'm about to get up out of here. I'm so excited um, to to be able to go to sleep and have an extra hour or so of sleep. But um, how are you hanging out over there? How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out how, you know, that when the sun <laughs> hits the air, it dries up. Oh, my goodness. You, you, know you would pay attention to that. You, no, you, 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 you better know that stuff. You better know that stuff. <laughs> you would then, pay attention I, to that. Word. And then Pastor Vinny came on with such energy, I thought maybe his sperm hit the air. You know what? I'm going to shut your mic off. You know what? Give you another year and you just get worse. Oh, my good Lord. Oh. You know what? I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I, can't. Oh, I did want to say, Pastor Vinny, you're breaking up, so please, while we're talking to Pastor KL, Please find another place because we don't want to miss anything you have to say. Now, Pastor KL can go somewhere and get broke up. We, you know, we could miss a couple of things he got to say. We don't want to miss anything you have to say. So please go find yourself a nice little spot. Hear all your words. All right, Pastor KL, we want some clean slang. That <sighs> what have you learned from your grandchildren? <laughs> Well, I mean, not, not only for my grandchildren, but, you know, I, I I get a lot of kids that that visit my store all the time. So oh, one of the okay. new words down south, one of the new words down south, I don't know whether it's prevalent in New York, but it is you're tweaking. And what does that you're mean? You're tweaking. Well, that, well tweaking is, is equivalent to when we used to say, why are you bugging? Okay, okay, okay. That's what I thought it meant. Okay. Okay, you're tweaking. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. ah, which, okay. Which, which really makes well, no sense to me. I don't know how to get tweaking from, you know, you're acting crazy. But I guess, you know, a lot of stuff, I mean, when, when we say, you know, chill, you know, that means we like when we say, you know, leave me alone. But chill is you cold, you know what I mean? <laughs> so a lot of stuff we said didn't make sense either. Chill, Mom. Chill, Mom. You know. Yeah, I guess that means stand still. Stand still. Hold it. Right. Yeah, my right. God. I remember chill. And it started off with chill out. Remember right. it started right. off with chill out. Yeah. It wasn't chill yeah. at the beginning. And, and that was like, that was like relax. I mean, but if you really think of the concept right. of the word chill, who, who relaxes right. in your toes? Yeah. <laughs> well, again, again, like you said, slang don't really need to make much sense. All it needs, all you need to do is say it. A couple of people pick up on it, and mm-hmm. it, it takes off. It takes, or whether it makes sense, whether it doesn't. Because I read one this morning, and I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? So yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. What was one of your favorite slang back in the day? I don't know if it was a slang. It was just that we couldn't talk. So when we used to say, not me, not me. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> which, 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 
Oh, they be driving me crazy. Every five words, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Oh, goodness Did you used to say that? Oh, yeah, I used to say that. I, I, I used to be that kind of cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, I got to pull that one out on you. Yeah, I got to pull that one out on you. Uh, you drive me crazy, Pastor Kale, knowing me, not me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, hey, hey, Pastor Kale, we also had to be we also had to be careful of what slang we said around our parents too, because even though they That's didn't know right. and it didn't sound good, you might got slapped in the mouth. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. You I remember my mother said that. I don't know what that means, but it don't sound good. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember a couple of friends uh, got got caught out there like that. Yeah, it was like, okay, that did. And it's like, all I meant was, all I meant was, well, <laughs> might not want to use that word anymore. Wow, <laughs> wow. All right, Pastor KL, you got these three stories before you. Which one are you taking this morning? Well, as you guys know, I don't know none of these folks. You know, the last couple I heard that had a had a, had a situation was Adam and Eve. You know, because I try to stay before the Lord all the time. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but but I mean, I, I guess I'll have to go with, with, with you know what all the fellas are saying. You know, you know, I don't know who this person is. You know, you got to be careful who who you with. You know, you, you gotta gotta be careful. And and sometimes you know, young ladies, all men. They they see the greater in you than you see in yourself, you know. So they invest in you so that they can get that paycheck as well. And when it seems like, you know, after all I've invested in you, you want to go another way, then now I got to make you pay. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. You do get that. You 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 do get that. And that that like you said, that comes from either side. That can come easily. Right. Either side, you know, you you hear these stories all the time, and you know, what do you do? What do you do? And and it's from from when I was talking about it, you know, my question becomes, you know, how do you? I'm not out here dating, and you know, I can only go back with you know what we used to either look for or not look for, you know, back at that time when we were dating, and you know, just the things you watch out for. So I'm gonna we're gonna shift this conversation to, you know, some of the things you need to watch out for, or things you need to know before dating, or uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what kind of things do you listen out for. One of the things it says is listen. So my listeners, if you have something that you think should be put on this list, watch out or. Or, or listen out for, then, you know, throw it at, you know, send it to us, send it to us, send it to us. Shantice is, is, is uh, live, so she can, you know, give us what, you know, some of your comments. So, men, um, you know, you all pick that one story. So let's get, you know, uh, you said, what did you say, Pascal? You want to know how Brother Al knows certain things? Well, let's talk about 
some of the things that we want to warn, and we're not going to just talk about women, but we're going to talk about people. You know, some of the warning signs that we need to look out for, you know, that can possibly land us in a spot we don't want to be, whether somebody ends up, you know, getting you pregnant or you end up getting, or she ends up getting pregnant, whether someone who wants to destroy your your career, such as this this girl here, if it's somebody who, you know, wants to do anything, just destroy you or make your life a living hell. I was looking at something on TV the other day, and, and the, the guy told um, the girl, you know, you do what you do, but I, my whole life is going to be dedicated to making your life a living hell. And I don't even remember what she did. He was just mad. So what are some of the things... You know, we need to look out for, and I'll start with you, Brother Al, you know, give you a chance to talk since you don't get a whole lot of time any other Friday. So go ahead. What what, what, do you want to warn warn people about? Okay, definitely, definitely, because like I said, some of these things happened to me in college. Definitely, you want to look out for, I've known you two weeks, and you telling me how much you love me. I don't know you and you don't know me. How do you love me? Mm. You know, so you definitely, you definitely want to look out for that. <laughs> oh, you love me, right? What's my last name? I don't know, but I love you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Time to go this way over here. <laughs> okay. Now, what do you think? Let me ask you this. You know, because I'm going to come around to you gentlemen also, you know, and I'm going to ask you, for your thought, but we're going to kind of do a round robin on each one of these items that hit the floor. So you got, watch out for someone who says they love you way too soon. What could you be doing to get a person to that point? Now, let, let's, let's, let's call it what it is. We know we got some psychotic individuals out there, but sometimes we inadvertently feed people in, a, in, in you know, in certain ways to get them to where they are. It's not always our fault. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is since we're warning people, let's talk about the whole thing. Is there something that you could be doing or you could have done or you could have said that really helps a person get here? You got something for us, Brother Al? Yeah. So, so well, I, I'm going to say with us men, where we make the mistake, the great mistake, like just say, for instance, we said, Okay, um, we're just dating right now, and we'll see what's happening, or I don't want a relationship right now, but we can hang out. You're saying those things, but they're yet still, you treating her like she's your girlfriend. You're calling her every single day. You know, you take her to, to some of your family functions, you know, and you you um, you um becoming that man that she's looking for, but yet still you're saying, I don't want to really be in a relationship. So we get in the habit of doing these things, doing these things, and it's kind of misleading. So now they figure, wow, he's he, he just the man that I'm looking for, and now I love him. Okay, that's good stuff, Brother Al, good stuff. Good stuff, good stuff. Don't give too much too soon. Wow, wow, wow. Pastor Vinny, you know what, Brother Al is bringing up the fact that, you know, watch out for those women who say, I love you. It's a little too soon for all of that. You know, what could be something, what's something that could be done that could be getting him or her to that point? Yeah. 
I, I think, and I guess with, with, with me too, you know, um, you escalate the relationship too fast. Okay. Mm-hmm. You move it. You move it too fast in a relationship. Now, me, I, I, I found that I was always okay. You know, uh, you know I'm I, I'm paying for the meals. You know, I'm paying for the movies. You know, and I'm good. But you know, what what is this, this young lady bringing to the table? Mm. A lot of them, they just they just want to take 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 take, and they get accustomed to that. Okay. A quick, a quick story. When when uh when Pastor Brenda and I we started uh, dating, uh, I took her to Junior's, and we okay. had a nice we had a nice time. The only problem was that you know we we stayed at Junior's too long, and my car got locked up in the parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My car got locked up in the parking garage. There's snow on the ground. It was like you know, winter, <laughs> but. My job gave us a, 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 you know, a limo ride. You know, we, we had shared limos, so you know, she got a limo ride home. Oh, uh, yeah. So that that turned out really nice. And uh, but um, she said, she said, she said, well, well, you know, I, I said, well, would you would you like to go out again? She said, yeah, but I'm going to pay this time. I was like, okay. What? Okay. What? Wow, that was, that was the first. That was the first time that a young lady offered offered to pay. I think okay. I think that's something that 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 we should expect if you're gonna have have be with somebody. It, there has to be a give and take, and that should, that should be evident early. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Look for someone who's also generous, not someone who's just gonna. Come through, taking, taking, taking. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Pastor, Pastor K.L., what are we talking about here? Brother Al says, you know, uh, I love you syndrome. You just started, and already they fallen in love. You know, what, what could we be doing to, you know, help them with this love syndrome? Okay, all right. So, so you know, since we've been honest and everything, that, that, that's gay. I loved everybody I dated. I, I, yeah. loved, I loved everybody I dated. Everybody. I, baby, I love you. You know, I, I, again, you know, men are the hunters. So we sit back and we watch, you know, what, what, whatever you're vulnerable to. We watch your last relationship. We, we watch and listen to what you're telling your girlfriend of what you want. I want somebody just to bring me flowers on Tuesday just because. Okay, here's Tuesday. Here's your flowers. I love you. Oh my God, he must have read my mind. You know, we 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 play the game, so it, it, it's nothing. It, it's you talk too much. You know, you 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 talk out loud too much. You know, you you you, you show, you know, your living situations. You expose yourself. So now, all I can be is a knight in shining armor. I love you, baby. And who doesn't want to hear that after they've gone through so much stuff? Wow. Okay, okay. You've mentioned that before, or um, you know, in right. one of our conversations about, you know, when we release stuff too soon. You know, women, you know, again, they want this knight in shining armor. They want a man, you know, who listens. 
They want a man who, you know, gives them the world. And all you got to do is talk a little bit. I always tell people, you want to know a person, sit back and listen. Let them talk. They give you all the information. And, you know, Pastor Kale is right. We talk too much. We give too much. And, you know, now they're praying, P-R-E-Y, they're praying on us. So don't talk so much. Hold something. You don't have to tell everything so soon. Good stuff, gentlemen, good stuff. All right, Pastor Vinny, what's some of the things we do too early in a relationship? (laughs) Well, I I think that the main thing uh, possibly is, is intimacy. Ah, okay. We want, we want to, we want to, you know, you know, and, and, and as uh, as Kale said, who, who doesn't who doesn't want to be loved? Who doesn't want to be touched? But it, it's I think it's important for us to to know our own limit, to, to know our own, uh, you know, if we know that a person that has an obsessive nature. I think that's the word. Um, you know, it's, it's important maybe to hold back some. Go go out, go out places that are public, and not not be caught uh, when we're in, in her bedroom or our bedroom or in you know in a closet somewhere. <laughs> but it's you know, and and, and I, don't, I don't think you, you care for her any less, but you kind of set the ground rules. Don't laugh, don't laugh at me, Pastor Kale. But my, my, the first time I kissed Pastor Brenda, I asked her, "Could I kiss you?" Because <laughs> uh, that's the way the men did it back in the day. He was a gentleman. I said, "Don't laugh, at Come on now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the way. You, that's the way you're I mean, supposed to do it. That's the I mean, way we, we understand you're old. We understand you're as old as Moses, so we're not really mad. <laughs> No, but you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. I we you know we had a uh, the church a lot of boys, and we have a little boy that you know we helped to raise actually, and little boys, uh, we've had to tell them, you can't just walk up to her. And kiss her. You can't just walk up to mm-hmm. her and hug her. You've got to mm-hmm. ask, you know. Mm-hmm. And, right. and so, so it happens even now where you have to train them, Pastor Vinny. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Ask it to 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 kind of enter your zone. This is your space yeah. right here. You can't just mm-hmm. and I, we've seen it and we you know we kind of chuckle to ourselves, but that's what we would end up telling him. Okay, you know what? If you wanna. You know, want a hug? You have to ask her. You know, and and to me, that training is so essential. You know, so it may have been, you know, Pastor Kale said, you know, you were old, but that's all right. That's all right. We have to teach our kids now. You know, <laughs> respect the space. Respect <laughs> someone else's space. That's her face. That's her body. You can't just walk up there bullying yourself. Up there, I want to kiss her. Hold on, slow down. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. How many kids today? 
how many kids today are being cited for sexual harassment? That's right. That's right. Over something. That's over right. Something that's, and that, that's, that's so innocent. The, it's, it's serious. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. So I, 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 I second that. I second that. All right. So, Pastor KL, is it something that we should be teaching our children these days? Respect your space. Respect his or her space. You make sure you ask for permission. So what are you saying about that? Definitely. I mean, definitely, definitely. I mean, how many times do, do you know, as, as adults, and maybe they don't do that anymore, where you have a teddy bear in your house and you ask your child, okay, where on this teddy bear did they touch you? You, you know what I mean? Where, 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 you trying to, where you trying to figure this thing out? You know, right. there has to be boundaries. We have to let folks know you can't touch this place. You can't touch right. this place. You understand what I'm saying? And yet you, no one can touch you here, and you can't touch them there either. Right. You know, so, right. I mean, you know, as, as kids, we used to run, we, we used to play uh, run, catching kids and stuff like that, and, and we made a game out of that. But but even if, if you look at it from from today's standpoint, you can't play those games no more. No, not at all. Too far to the next level. So you know, yep. you can't play those games. So we have to teach them at a young. I teach my grandchildren now. Hey. Where are they touching you? Don't sit on nobody's lap. You know, yep. we're, not, we're not playing the sit on my lap game. You know, yep. before it was okay to sit on Pop Pop or Granddaddy's lap. Uh-uh, now right. you, can't sit, you can't sit on cousin's lap or uncle's lap. So these, these are the yep. things, and, and some folks get offended by that. Well, I'm the boy's uncle. I'm the, I'm the girl's uncle or whatever. I don't care who you are. My daughter or my granddaughter is not sitting on your lap. Absolutely. So, you know, you have to Absolutely. About it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This, this, this territorial, this, you know, protecting your space is going to pay off in the long run in many ways. So you're right, Pastor mm-hmm. K.O., you know, we have to teach them from now what invasion of space ultimately means. Mm-hmm. Serious right. thing. And what, and what it looks like. And what it looks right. like. That's right. right. That's right. And it has many faces, many, many okay. faces. Good stuff, gentlemen, good stuff. Brother Al, we're talking about intimacy. You know, the women and men need to know, you know, don't let nobody invade your space while dating. You know, listen, you you sit back over there and I'll sit over here. And that's why we need to go out in public. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, two parts of that question that came to mind, um, the, pastor, the first part when Pastor Vinny said, or you asked the question of um, what the, what are we doing too soon, and I agree with that 100% what uh, Pastor Vinny said as far as the intimacy, you know, and, and I want the ladies to hear this, hear this, and hear this clear, because, and, and I'm speaking for me, if you sleep with me on the first and second date, mm-hmm. you would never meet my parents, you know what I'm saying, you, that's just what you offer me, because now, speaking for me, myself, my mindset is, now don't get me wrong, I'm in the wrong too because I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Uh, we're in my former life now. I'm going to take it. You give it to me, I'm taking it. But in my mind is, how many other guys you done did this with? You know what I'm saying? Wow. You did the same thing with. So you wow. know what? You're just going to be you just gonna be that booty call that I need when I give a call. And, and wow. some of them, they say, oh, I like you, and my body feels that much, I'm going to give you something. Okay, I'm going to take it. But now you just put yourself in the realm of my booty call list. You not being my girl. I'm not taking you home to meet my mother. You never meet my mother ever, ever, ever. 
and women wow, need to understand. Wow, it. wow, 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 what a and now I'm, Right, and I'm speaking from me. You know, other men might think different, but I'm saying you know, how I think about that. You know, so women really need to hear that. You know, on, on the second part of when you said teaching, you know, uh, the, to, to not invade space. It's, it's, you know, I, but even when I speak to my kids in my mentoring program, my grandson, uh, it, you know, I give it to them. It, it's very simple rundown. Uh, run, catch, kiss the girl, big bubba. It's all in that order. <laughs> run, catch, kiss the big bubba. <laughs> well, coach, coach, who is Big Bubba? Oh, you don't want to meet Big Bubba. He in prison. He behind the prison walls waiting on you. All right? You will be watching Big Bubba underwear. So run, catch, kiss Big Bubba. Do not touch these women. I tell you, you're going to jail. If that woman don't want you to touch, no means no. And I, you know, and I be wrong with my kids. I said, just say you get maybe intimate with this woman. She agreed to it in the whole nine. Y'all in there, you got your clothes off, and then she said, I don't think I want to do this. I don't want to do it. And you continue as it becomes rape. Because and, and, these kids got to understand that. And my kids, they actually like, but cool. Sure. She took her clothes off, and she said, I said, it don't matter. No means no. I said, once she tells you no, and you continue, that is now rape. And, and, and my kids, they, they have you laughing. They know about Big Bubba. I said, Big Bubba is going to see you. I said, just like you tell a Big Bubba wow. no, and he continues. All right, Coach. I don't want to see Big Bubba. Good. Keep that in mind. Big Bubba, nothing to play with. My kids know. Yeah, they would have you laughing, Pastor Steph. I told my Big Bubba. I said, he's a big, muscular dude that like little boys and men. So you go there if you want. You're going to be Big Bubba. You want to be Big Bubba girlfriend? No. Then don't touch that girl. Don't you touch her without her consent. <laughs> I don't yeah, and, and 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 you're absolutely right, brother Al. And women, you know, you've got to learn this too. You know, because there have been people who have gotten all the way to the finish line, and you know, mm-hmm. then changed their mind. You know, I don't want to do this no got more. Third base. And you know, you are really playing a dangerous game because how many people are going to be ter- able to turn back? At this point, you didn't got me this far, and now you talk about you changed your mind. That's why your mind shouldn't have been there in the first place. Go somewhere where you right. cannot get into that compromising position, and this right. way you don't get to a point where you change your mind. You have every right to change your mind. It's a good thing that you did change your mind, but look at the position you've put yourself and the other person in. So, you know, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen, and, you know, get this together. Before you even get there, get yourself together. Do not right. put yourself in these compromising positions, and you have every ability to do so. This is not something that and you, you know, can't Pastor, I'm so sorry, Pastor. But you know, and one of the main things is with our kids, right, what I've noticed, you know, from working with kids and being around kids, the parents sugarcoat it. See, when they come to me, I do not sugarcoat it. This is a quick example, right? I had one kid in my school, seventh grade, right, always touching the girls, and the girls complaining this and that. They call his parents, his parents trying to sugarcoat it. So he got in trouble because his little girl complained. So when I, they sent him to me, you know, I'm the dean in the school. And it was just me and him in the office. I said, yo, what is your problem touching these young ladies when they don't want to be touched? He's like, oh, I was playing. I said, that is not playing. The young lady told you to stop. 
right? So now he was in there the whole day with me, just me and him. I said, how can I get this kid? So first of all, I made him watch a video on sexual harassment to understand what it was. And, you know, he was kind of playing around. I said, what else can I do? So I went on YouTube, Pastor Seth, and I showed him an episode of Oz. Remember that movie Oz? The prison, the prison I, series. Talk about it, absolutely. I showed him a. I showed him. I found the episode with 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 that and what they did to the guy. And I showed him an episode of Oz. I said, I want you to watch this because this is what's gonna happen to you in prison if you don't stop. And I promise you, Pastor after he watched that episode, it's been almost two years. He have not touched a girl. And they trying to figure, well, Mister B, Mister B, what did you say to him to make him stop? I got my ways. I got my ways. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, the, the Scared Straight program, I mean, what else are you going to do? Some kids, some men, some girls, some women, they need that stuff. You know, they need to see mm-hmm. what your potential consequences will be. And that it, until oh, yeah. then, they won't think of, you know, stopping before it gets that far. So Scared Straight worked for him? Good. That way, you'll stay out of jail. You'll stay out of mm-hmm. trouble. Yep. Hey, Pastor Seth. Pastor yes. Seth. Can, I, can, I, can I just make one analogy? I, I, I can't remember if you guys have railroad tracks down there. Do you have railroad tracks down there with, with train crosses? Do we have what? Oh, yeah. Railroad tracks? R- railroad tracks. You know, outside where the yes, train crosses? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So, so if you think of a railroad track, um, before the train comes, they put the guard down. And right. before the, the gate come down, before the gate come down, they make a noise. Right. You know, no, do not cross this track. <laughs> you understand right. what I'm saying? Because if you cross the track, something that can happen. So, so, so these yep. women are putting the gate down, and they're letting you know that the train is coming. And if you're foolish enough to think that you're faster than the train, the train is going to smash you. So, so here we are. And we're in a position, and the train is coming. And you, because she said, no, you think you're fast enough or you're strong enough to beat this train, and you're going to take what you want to take. But you may take it, and you may pass the train, but eventually the train is going to smash you because now it's great. So you got to look at it from, nice from, from, from that aspect. You know, nice when, when, when the gate comes gate come down, it means no. When you hear the horn, when they sound the alarm, it means no. You can proceed if you want to, but that's the risk you take. Uh, that's a really good, very mm-hmm. good analogy. Very mm-hmm. good example of how this can go horribly wrong <laughs> if you right. push past the limit. <laughs> right. You're right. right. You're right. Very good example. Very good example. All right, Pastor KL, this round is on you. What is something that... You know, we do while dating, and we do too soon, and we possibly start a problem. We, we, we okay. This is what this is. We, we move in too soon. You know, mm. a, a lot of times, a lot of times, again, you know, p- people see your lifestyle, you know, and they feel this might be a come up. You know, so we move in too soon. You know, for, for the come up, because we're tired. You know, I hear I hear Brother Al always talking about how, you know, he got two houses and, and, and his baby mama's still in the project. You know, some folks don't want to be in the project, and they see you got a house. They may not even like you, may not even think you're attractive, but they know it's a come up. 
and if I can just get in there, then I got to come up. You know, some folks just ride on your coattail for the ride, for the mm-hmm. come up. You know, so, so we got to be careful with that as well. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. Brother Al, you know, Pastor Kale says, listen, you're moving too soon. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, and, and like you say, you know, and some of them, they feel that, and I think it happened because, oh, we're in love. I like you so much. I want to be around you all the time. And then people don't realize that when you do move in, okay, this person may have some ways that you don't like. And now there's, there's trauma or people move in for, for for the convenience. You know, when I first got my house and moved here, there was a few women trying to get up in here. But see, I always said, for me, I always, I didn't play the girlfriend and boyfriend living together. If we're going to do that, we might as well get married while I'm playing house. Even even back in my day when I was doing it, I, I never agreed with that. So you ain't getting up in here. <laughs> oh, no, you ain't getting up in here. But we do, we make that, we we make that, 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 um, Judgment call, okay, but I, I like you, man. I want to be around you more. Let's move in together. Ain't got no plans. Who going to pay what bill? Who going to do this? Who going to do that? The next thing you know, here come the drama. All right, good stuff, good stuff. You know, Pastor Vinny, I want to kind of piggyback on what Brother Al was saying about, you know, somebody's trying to get up in there with you. Pastor KL says, you know, when somebody's trying to get a come up, you know, there is a plan. We're going to split these bills, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. They have this whole plan laid out because we need to see how it is to live with one another before we get married. Why is that dangerous, um, Pastor Vinny? When you when you move in with somebody, <laughs> I don't care what you got written down, <laughs> there are certain, certain things, aspects that are assumed. <laughs> Without 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 even speaking about them, there are certain aspects. Okay, we're together. That 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 means that uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have sex. We're gonna have uh, you know if it's uh, I mean I I tell myself not even to move in with other dudes because how are we gonna share these responsibilities? You know, it's 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 more than just, than just sex. It's financial responsibility. What happens when this person gets mad at you and uh, they say, well, I signed the lease and you just signed the lease, so you're out. Okay. You know, okay. I, 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 this is this is mine. You only, you only um, sub-lease here or whatever, or whatever the arrangement is. <clears throat> I, 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 I tell my, my sons, well, don't get into a situation when you can't control. I see, I see a lot of guys uh, up, up in New York. I see a lot of guys riding the trains with their with their with their Georgie bundle. Yeah, okay. <laughs> riding the train because they got no place to go. They can't go back to Mama because they left wrong. Ooh. Mama told you don't don't. Mama told you don't don't get into that situation. But no, we know better than Mama. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. You don't know who you're moving in with. No. Now, when you're married and you move in with somebody, it's a whole different ball of wax. But mm-hmm. if you're moving in, just like you said, um, Pastor V, 
you know, you're inheriting a whole lot of expectation and responsibility. And that may not feel so good. You know, in the beginning, all these plans were put on the table. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. And people flip the script on you. And because you are just, you know, people living in there together, there's certain rights you don't have. There's certain rights that you do get. So you're absolutely right. You have to be very careful of what people expect as well as your responsibility level. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're ready for people to move out, you can't just take their stuff and put it out in the street. You know, you have to to spend a night a few more nights, (laughs) whether you want to or not. So you know, we're going to go around here, and we're going to allow you to speak straight to the listeners and let them know, don't do too much while in the dating process because. We're going to let you have that first leg, um, Pastor Vinny. Yeah. You know, as I, I, I got to speak... I got to speak as a man of God, as a Christian, as a believer, as somebody that has uh, morals, as somebody that has, you know, boundaries. Um, all of these things have to come into play when we're dating. We have to know how far we can go, and we, and when that when that train when that when that train uh, rail comes down, we need to know when to stop. And as a matter of fact, as a believer, we need to know before before that rail starts coming down, we should know when to stop. When enough is enough. You know, we, we a lot of times we have a good thing, but because we're not alert to you know, we don't ask the right questions, but we don't hear the right answers. And so that that relationship that was potentially good sours out. Take, take your time, pray about it, pray about it, and pray about it some more, and let God lead you. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Pastor Vinny. Oh, Brother Al, you know, speak directly to the listeners. They're waiting to hear what you got to say about, you know, the things we do too soon while dating that can possibly, you know, land us in some big trouble. Yeah, I would definitely like, you know, there's there's definitely quite more that we weren't able to get to. And um, uh, like Pastor V said, you have to take your time. You know, we, yeah. we get that feeling. Sometimes we, we ignore that feeling. And that's just God nudging, nudging you saying, hey, listen, that person ain't the one. Don't don't go. But right. we hard headed and we go against God's word, and that's when we get ourselves in a in a world of trouble. Um, something that we didn't mention that I definitely would like to say this for the men and the women. And when you meet these people, stop letting them meet your kids right away. Stop letting right. them meet your children. You know, <laughs> get to know these people more. Hang around this person. Go out with this person. See how this person act in the street. You know, you may be together walking in the park. Let, let's go out. I want to see how you act in the street. Did the person bought your dinner wrong? Are you going to flip off and be ready to burn the restaurant down? Or how are you going to handle yourself on the street? So get to know these people and stop moving so fast. It's one thing I always tell people, 
and we have to go back into God's word. You know, if this is the person God got for you, he ain't, he or she ain't going nowhere because what God put together, nobody can take apart. So if that's the person God got for you, he or she ain't going nowhere. You just keep going your part until God says, okay, now y'all come together on one accord and get married and go from there. But please stop rushing because you're going to rush yourself into something that you ain't going to be able to get out of. Let God guide you. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Brother Al, for your words of advice and wisdom. Pastor KL, what are we saying to our listeners about moving too soon in the dating process? Yeah, that, that's that's a dangerous thing, you know. And and first of all, you got to figure out why why we date. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, no, I always say date with a purpose. But but are, are we dating just because you know I'm about to get out, I'm about to be evicted? And now I need some place to go. Are we dating because, you know, as the young folks used to say, it's fucking season, it's about to be wintertime, and now I need somebody to be warmed up with? Are we dating because we're trying to fill a void because I just got out of a bad relationship and now I need help with the children or I need help with the bills? I mean, why are we dating? You know, if you're dating for any one of those reasons, then God is not in it. You know, because God can, can bring you out of any situation that you're in without having to be with, with another partner. You know, be, be, before you can be good to a partner, you have to be whole to yourself. You know, so, uh-huh. so we, we, have to, we have to first figure out why we want to date. Are we dating because I'm just lonely? You know, that, that, that's never, ever a good aspect to date because you're doing a disjustice to yourself and you're doing a disjustice to that person. Because sometimes when you're lonely, all of a sudden it's like when you get drunk. All of a sudden, after the third drink, he looked good, or she looked good, and now I'm in love. But but then when when you come to yourself and realize this ain't who God has for me in the first place, now you put somebody else in a position where they really thought that you would feel enough. But now you realize that God wasn't in it, so now you destroyed another life. You know, we, we have to be careful on how we handle situations. You know, when, when, when we date, you know, let, let, let's be open-minded and, and let's really know what it's about. And then before all of this, let's consult the Lord. He that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. Let, let's consult God, you know, and, and then be able to hear from God. So when God says no, don't you see that the gate is coming down? Don't you hear the horn? This person is not for you. You've got to get out of your feelings and move on and know that God doesn't, does not make a mistake. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll be with you here until the end. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor KL, for your words of wisdom and advice to our listeners. Men, you have given us food for thought and sending us into a thought-provoking weekend. Thank you so much for your uh, contribution into this conversation. We pray you have a blessed weekend. Yeah, well, you too. Yeah, Happy well. birthday, Pastor V, Pastor Kel. Y'all enjoy that birthday. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Kel. You too. God bless you, brother. All righty. Enjoy, gentlemen. All righty. Let's get that benediction. Oh, for I am sure that neither death nor life, 
nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's Romans eight thirty-eight and 39. Uh, the men have given really good advice. And, you know, we pray that you pay attention to what is said. We had a submission uh, about settling. Don't settle. Stop settling in the dating process. And there's a lot to be said for that. You know, the gentlemen have just given the same advice for why you shouldn't settle. Pastor K.O. went down the whole, you know, line. Are you settling because you ain't got no place else to go? Are you settling because, you know, your money is, is, is coming to an end? Are you settling because, you know, your, 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 uh, your, your, climb, your time clock is ticking? You know, are you settling for any particular reason? You have to, first of all, you need to go to God to find out if you need to be dating in the first place. You know, people have come to me and they have said, you know, Pastor Steph, please pray for me to get a job. And the Spirit of the Lord doesn't allow me to pray that. But I do pray for preparation for a job. I do pray that by the time the job comes, all of your residual, you know, dust has cleared. You know, as a human resource manager, I saw, you know, when people get a job now, they don't have their their things settled. They running back and forth. They can't come to work on time. They can't come to work at all. You know, it's the same thing with the dating. You know, just because you're ready to date does not mean it's time for you to date. If you have not found out who you are, then you have no business dating. Because as has been said, now you're pulling someone else into your madness. If you're broken and, and, and hurt and still trying to get yourself together from the last three people that have done you wrong in a relationship, you trusted them and they've disappointed you and now you're about to start dating, now you're carrying all of that baggage straight into the relationship. And now they have to work through all your idiosyncrasies. So if you're on the phone too long, they're upset. Well, it's because of my last relationship, because you spent too much money. Well, because of my last relationship, now, now you got that. Somebody else got to deal with all of that nonsense. You know, when we get out here into this dating uh, world, there's a lot of responsibility behind that. You have a lot of responsibility for someone else's life, not only your own life, but someone else's life. And you do better just leaving people alone than to enter into people's life unsettled, unhappy. You know, you just, it's it's a mess. It's a mess. Because when you're unsettled, you end up settling for a whole lot of stuff. So there's that, you know, don't settle. You know, you don't know what, you know, you really can't make a solid decision, so you'll settle for everything just in case. But seek God. 
you know, don't seek God when you're dating. You need to have sought God before you started that process. This thing here with this online dating, in my opinion, if you going online to find a date, that ain't God. I'm sorry. Say what y'all want to say. I'm saying what I want to say. You can't be out here hunting and searching to say, well, you know, he who finds a wife, you got to be found. That don't mean that I'm out here because, you know, putting myself on a dating app. Because look at all that attention that you are pulling in. Look at all that goes on with this online dating. To me, if you got to go that route, it has nothing to do with God. I don't, I, I'm sorry, y'all say what y'all want to say. Y'all have your opinion, I have my opinion, but I'm looking at the things in this word of God. That's what I'm comparing. Everything I say to you on this broadcast, you may not agree with me, but I promise you, I have scripture to back up what I say. If you got to go out here and sell yourself, because that's exactly what online dating is about. It's about you selling yourself. You putting yourself on the market. So whoever comes past you can see you, can decide whether they want you. So you might as well go ahead and stand on the auction block. Is that God? Nah. That's not the God that I'm reading about. That's not the God that I've learned about. So let's, you know, go to God. Ask God, is this your season for dating? And if you have that relationship with the Lord, he'll let you know. He'll let you know. He'll let you know. He'll make sure that all of your closets are cleaned. You don't have those things. And sometimes because somebody else has done something to you, maybe two or three relationships ago, these new people are paying for what somebody else did. We got to be real careful about when we begin to pull people into our world of madness. Those are my words to you today. Be very careful how you handle someone else's life. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's the problem. Half of us don't love ourselves properly. Not that we don't love ourselves at all, but you haven't learned how to love yourself properly. And when that right there is off kilter, then I promise you, you're not going to be able to date. So everything is going to be too soon. <laughs> while dating because there may be that slight possibility that you have no business dating at all. So if you have that and maintain that relationship with the Lord, God will help you know you to navigate through these things and you want to make sure you do it right. Because when you make these mistakes, you know, we talk about moving in too soon, you know, because I need to know what I'm inheriting. I need to know if it's good. So many people have said that. I need to know if it's if he's good in bed or if she's good in bed. Oh, I don't want to be married and I find out that, you know, he's no good in bed. Well, if that's not the center of your focus, if that's the center of your focus, I should say, then you've already missed the mark. Because there may be something in that person that would allow you to look past all of the sexual stuff. Because here's what I always ask. So what happens if somebody gets into a car accident or, you know, someone has some health issue and they cannot have sex? So what happens to the relationship at that point? You worry about whether the person is good in bed. 
you have to establish that foundation so that, God forbid, anything happens and y'all can't, even when you're married. What are you going to do if all your relationship, you've gotten married based on how good that you are in bed? What happens when something or if something should happen and you can't take care of that? Viagra ain't going to help then what are you going to do with the relationship? So now you've already entered this. So when she's not feeling well or he's not feeling well, and we've had this conversation here, when you're arguing and, and, and she needs some time to kind of settle down, but you got to have it when you need it, what happens then? So there's a lot of things we have to consider. So if we allow God to navigate, let God be your GPS. If God is your GPS, then you can't go wrong. It's almost like when you get in that car. I, I have a, I have a daughter who drives. She had, she could have been there 15 times. She could have been there 500 times. She could have been there one time. She's going to put that address in that GPS. And we look at her and we're like, why do you need the GPS? Each time you go in there, we that, you don't know how to get there yet. Yeah, but I, I feel better with the GPS. That's the way we should feel better about making God the GPS. That we're not about to, we could have been there a million times. We could have gotten there clear and free. We could have gotten there without accident, incident. We know where we're going. However, I am not going to trust Stephanie on this one. I am going to put that into the GPS. I am going to allow God to just navigate this whole thing just in case I'm off a little bit, just in case my faculties ain't right where they need to be, just in case I'm going through some emotional turmoil right now, just in case somebody says something that made me mad and I'm not thinking straight, just in case I'm not in the frame of mind that I need to be, just in case the, the, there's going to be some detours and there's going to be some bumps in the road that I can't see. That one there before, I'm going to put God in the front of this thing. I'm going to make sure that God is the GPS in my life. I don't care what is going on. I don't care what I'm about to do. I don't care how many times it's gotten done. God needs to be your GPS. And until we make the decision that he's the GPS, we're always going to run the risk of going the wrong way. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through the day, please make sure you focus uh, not on things that are on the earth, but things that are above because when you do it the opposite way, uh, it always, always serves as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank my due time crew. I want to thank our men for sending us into a thought-provoking weekend. Please, please do not miss this opportunity to connect right now and make him the head of your life because later is not promised to you. Please make sure that you strengthen that relationship with the Lord. 
because later is not promised to any of us. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And God spare uh, Sunday. Sunday? Sunday, Sunday. We're going to do this thing on Sunday. Until then, I love you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.